Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Paranormal Talk with Ricky. I'm your host with the Paranormal Truth Seekers. Thanks for listening in as we start tonight's podcast. Let us begin. Thanks for listening. Hi, everybody. Good evening. Thanks for joining us. This is Ricky. And today I got Mr. William here joining me. So how's it going tonight, William? Going well, thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. So this is actually a pretty interesting episode. This is the first time I've done a face-to-face interview, or had a guest on before. It's been through phone. So this is actually a new one for me. So we get to share the microphone here. Hopefully you can all hear us pretty well. And uh, all right, we're gonna get started here. May William go ahead and give us some background. Tell about himself. I'm from a small town. I grew up with, I would call it a normal childhood. Graduated from a small school with a class of 13. Um, Married to the age of 40. So I've been married 13 years now. We have three cats, Tucker, Gizmo, and Autumn. Uh, First discovered abilities at the age of 50. Always suspected there may be something there. Developed a interest in Sylvia Brown and John Edward oh, yeah. uh, around my college age, and you know, just developed a lot of questions because I thought there were some things of interest there. And um, I have uh, two siblings. Uh, my brother is a year and three months younger. My sister being ten. Uh, grew up in a small town, went to Baptist church, Baptist upbringing. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you mentioned Sylvia Brown. That's pretty cool because my mom got me into her. Okay. Because she would always be a guest on the Oprah Winfrey show. Right. And then we started getting to her books and stuff, and, you know, that really fascinated me. I guess that's kind of where I got introduced into psychics and mediums. And, by the way, William here is a medium, a psychic who can listen to spirits, and has all kind of cool experiences with that. So you want to go ahead and share some of those with us? Yeah, I do. Um, actually, the when it first started, I looked up Google, went online to see uh, who else may have had some experiences like this because I could physically hear spirits. I have tape recordings of being able to hear these spirits. Mm-hmm. And I did that in a way to prove that I'm actually hearing what's being said. So I looked up and I found this term, indirect, um, independent, direct voice phenomenon. Hmm. And this is the ability to hear audio voices that um, you would hear during paranormal investigations, seances, or in a haunted location. Right. Now, a lot of what I hear are angels, spirit guides, mm-hmm. other, you know, so not necessarily as what I've described here, as was mentioned. So, you know, it's a little bit different. And another unique thing is these things happen during the day and not at night. Right, yeah. People think that stuff only happens at night, but it doesn't. Yeah. Usually between the hours, like 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. And I've told this to people who are like, you know, that just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, I think a lot of people get their information from your TV shows and yeah. what have you. I think they've done at night for, you know, to sell what... In the dark. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, But, so, no, that spirit activity doesn't have to just happen at night. I agree. I agree. Any time during the day. Mm-hmm. They don't have a clock. They don't. They don't keep track of the time, but... One of my theories is that spirits are shy. They don't want to be around people. So they might come out more at night because it's quieter for them and people are asleep. They they would, you know, people are scared of spirits. I've heard that. They like to stay to themselves. Right. They really like don't like to mix in with us mm-hmm. um, as people. They don't like um, people following them with video cameras and lights. They don't like loud noises. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've had experience with all of that, it seems like, over the last four years. Okay. Very interesting. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I wouldn't want to be chased around with the video camera either. No. Especially if they're like some sort of gimmick, like a you know, festival or circus or something. But, hmm. That being said, you say you recently discovered your years at 50. Yeah. I... um. I have a birthday coming up in two weeks. I'll be 54. But at the age of 50, I had my first recording. I didn't physically hear the voice. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm walking around a house I'm familiar with. I'm with a friend. And, you know, we had been trying to do EVPs, uh, trying to, you know, communicate and get voices to no luck at that time. Right. So we decided to put a recorder down and just start walking around and just see what we pick up. Well, I'm in the front of the house, and I'm not far from where the recorder is. Mm-hmm. And I pick up a check, and it's from 1930, and it's my great-great-grandfather. Right. And my friend is behind me. He's like, who was that? And before I can get out of my map just who it was, you can hear on the tape, I didn't hear it at time, you can hear on the tape the name Parks. Mm-hmm. Not a common name. Right. And right. you can hear it twice. And when I heard it for the first time, it was just like, wow. I heard the voice of my great-great-grandfather looking back through history he actually died a year and a couple of months before I was born. Mm-hmm. Never knew him, never met him. Mm. Since that time, he's come back and talked to me several times. And one of the coolest things is when one that you've never met says, I love you. Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, you know you're related to him, but you've never met the person. But Right. I mean, that connection's still there. They're still family. Yeah. I mean, I can't say I've experienced that myself, but... Just, uh, that's amazing, yeah. I hope, I've since have spoken with 10 relative guides mm-hmm. um, that have come in at different times with conversation or, you know, messages. And it's been a awesome experience mm-hmm. every time speaking with a different one that has, that you've either never met before Mm-hmm. Or you knew in this lifetime, and you're able to communicate with them once again. Okay, so basically, what you're saying, 
That was your first time ever getting an EVP from somebody? Yes, it was. It was. And then after that experience, th- more things started happening. I started um, hearing things around me. Mm-hmm. Um, discovered that there were, uh, after going to see someone for the first time, five spirits that were attached to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at an a award presentation, presenting a award. And a picture is taken to me. When I get home, I notice I have a spirit attachment that is very clear, very vivid. Um, and I believe it was one from that house from the 18, 1860s. Mm. And that was pretty cool. So different things were happening then. And then... Uh, during that time, I started hearing ones, and it was it was different. I bet it was. <laughs> did it scare you the first time when you heard it, or did you already know what it was? Honestly, not really. Um, you know, I look. You know, when I hear it, I, if I have someone with me, I look at them, wondering if they, you know, when they first started, if they had heard the same thing. Sometimes we would hear. Sometimes not. Um, I'll, you know, I would always ask, okay, who's here mm-hmm. uh, joining us or traveling with us? You know, it would be, uh, it might be going up the road in a car or truck. Mm. And you can hear them over, you know, all the noise from the outside. Right. Wow. So the, that first thing you said, that independent... Voice. It's independent, direct voice phenomenon. So is that like an internal EVP that you only hear at a time, or how would you compare it? Um, I can hear ones that are right here with me. I can, or been told by spirit that they might be 60 miles away, but it's sort of like you and I talking, and I physically hear you. I physically hear the spirit. Just as clear as you hear me yes. speaking to you. And, and a lot of times I'll hear them over conversation. Mm. So I'll hear in that dimension mm. better than I do in this dimension. That always fascinated me. Like, even though you say you're hearing it physically, are you hearing it more internally, but it sounds physical? Uh, that always just fascinates me. It's, um, no, it's not an internal thing. It's just, it's to me the physical hearing that is coming through. So you're just more tuned into it than somebody yeah, else there with right. you. Okay. I'm I'm open to it. I'm very tuned into it. One of the first events happened at a cracker barrel. Mm-hmm. My wife and I are out for lunch one Saturday afternoon. Um, not a lot of people in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of you know, you've been to one where have a lot of old Antique items, photos, what have you. Well, we never think about ones in spirit being attached to something that might be there. And it could happen. Well, I hear this, what sounded like an older gentleman uh, moaning and needing assistance. Hmm. So I start looking around. My wife looks at me because she knows I'm hearing something. And there's nothing there. There's nothing fits what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. And then after that's over, we go home. I discovered that one had followed me home and I was able to cross him over. That's another conversation. Yeah. 
But it sort of goes with it in a way yeah. because that's how I know they're with me through the hearing and our way of communicating. Hmm. Like we all, I guess anybody could say if, if from time to time we've heard something, like they're here to name call, you're like, you know, was that imagination? But it's like you said, we said earlier, everybody has some sort of a gift if they are aware of it or not. Right. And from time to time, we just kind of tune into it. But with you, it's always on. Yeah, it's um, pretty much 24-7. I have been times where one of the spirit, maybe I was doing too much, they would shut me down for a little bit. Always. When that first happened, I was worried I'd done something, the ability was gone. Mm. And then like two weeks later, oh, it starts back up again. Yeah. So I was really glad, you know, that first time you hear your name called by one and you know you're going to have communication um, or receive a message mm-hmm. from the spirit world. Wow. That makes you kind of wonder that they can turn your gift off and on. Are they one, is it more like they're the medium itself through you, or is it you yourself that has the gift? Or, um, You know, a lot of ones that come in, they've never talked, you know, if they're not spirit guide or angel, they have not spoken to ones like myself before. They've, maybe they've tried to talk to people, they would not hear them. Maybe that person wasn't open. Right. I get told a lot because I'll ask them, how do you find me? And they'll say, your light. Mm-hmm. Your light shines bright. Right. You're a good person um, because we can see the brightness of your light. Your aura kind of. Yeah. Right. That's what, exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, until I was told that, I've never heard that, never, you know, thought about that because mm-hmm. I did wonder why are all these spirits, you know, coming to me, and why, you know, am, you know, is it I who they come to to communicate with? Mm-hmm. Now, another thing I'm able to do um, is to communicate telepathically. Okay. I have a couple of recordings there. How that started is when I first told my family about what has happened mm-hmm. and the gift, you know, but naturally they were skeptical about everything. You know, if there's someone in the room with you, are you hearing, you know, the, the normal kind of things and concerns the parent might have. Right. And I thought, well, how can I prove to them that it's me doing this, I'm actually hearing this, Mm-hmm. are hearing what's recorded that they're able to hear. Well, I decided one day without telling anybody, I'm going to once when I make contact with a spirit, I'm going to communicate them through my mind, mm-hmm. asking questions and not telling anyone what I'm doing. So a spirit comes in and I speak to it and then I stop. And then I start asking questions telepathically. And I'm asked, what are you doing? And I said, told the fella, I'll tell you when I get done. Mm-hmm. So I asked about four or five were yes, no questions. And I was answered, yes or no. So after I 
complete that conversation. I explain to my friend what I had done, why I had done it. Then I go back and share this with my family, and I play it for my mom. My mom said, I don't hear anything. I hear the one answering yes and no, but I don't hear you. I said, that's the whole point. I'm able to speak with these spirits. They're speaking with me, and I'm hearing them, and I'm asking them yes and no questions. Mm. And that floored her, my mom especially, and um, I think awakened uh, my family to the idea, hey, there's something to this. You know, he's serious about this. And I told, you know, when, when all this started, I shared with her, you know, you guys go by the name Paranormal Truth Seekers. Mm-hmm. That's what I was doing. I wanted to seek the truth. Yes. And whatever it was, if it was evil, demonic, I wanted no part of it. Right. None whatsoever. Um, but if it was something that was the real thing mm-hmm. and I was to pursue and my destiny, so to say, mm-hmm. I wanted to follow that path. I sought out as a seeker to discover the truth. Yes. In the four years I have been doing this, I feel like I'm on the right path. It seems to be so. You are definitely getting that message out to the world that the spirits are giving you, and I'm here to help with that. And I I greatly appreciate uh, this venue, being able to come on your show and share the truth with people. I do have a Facebook page up, William Glenn. You can go on there, like, check it out. Um, And if you like to send me a friend request, please do. Um, I'll check it out, you know, accept it, and you'll be able to easily follow the page there. I do share a lot of my posts on your page. I want people to know the truth. I'm not trying to change anybody's mind on anything. I'm not trying to influence anybody in any way. Discover it for yourself. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I've had experiences that are out of this world and that if you let others tell you things that are partial truths, not true, you're going to go down the wrong path. Yes. So I want people to know, yes, there is a spirit world. Yes, there is a afterlife. We are protected by our loved ones. They are around us all the time, like it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, there is more out there than we realize. There's more out there than I'll learn in this lifetime. I can imagine so. It's a huge universe out there compared to the size of the planet itself. This is a journey in itself. And I feel like, you know, that's why we're here. We're not here just for ourselves. We're here to learn. Mm-hmm. We, we're we in this environment to learn things we could not learn on the other side. Right. And as your guest last week, Josh, mentioned, we're to love everyone. And that's what mm-hmm. this is about, too. This is about sharing truth and sharing love with everyone. I totally loved his show and agreed with everything he said. He's done his homework. 
which yeah. that really impressed me um, as a listener, mm-hmm. and I will be listening more in our conversations yep. as well as others. But I get told all the time by spirit world, study. And a lot of times they're not specific in what to study, so I have to ask them. And they might tell me a green book I might have or blue. I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, But I also believe in part of that study and reading and learning from up, because we're we're not here to reinvent the wheel. It's already been done. Right. You know, we've got to learn from what others have shared and from their experiences. And I feel like we're going to learn from experiences of others because we're all different. We all have different gifts. We've all been gifted different gifts. I do believe that. And it's like a puzzle piece. We've got to all come together, use our individual gifts, combine them into one single gift. Yeah. Like you can hear spirits, maybe you can see them. You two work together. I think you actually do. Well, I've actually have, yeah. I've actually seen ones mm-hmm. at different times, and it's just, um, it happened. And, you know, it's really nice I get confirmation. Like, I'm on the road, I mean, um, with my business uh, in Camac, Georgia, and I see this lady wailing her arms, cell phone in her right hand, and she looks like one of these things you see at a car dealership, just, you know, you're blowing up airbags and we're waving the arms and and that's what she looked like. Hmm. And then I get back and I hear others around that same community had seen her, but no one knew who she was. And then the very next day, my lead spirit guide tells me she's with me. Hmm. He crossed her over. So I had, and I asked him, I asked him if I had seen a ghost that day. He said, oh, yes, she's with me now. With the spirit guide? Yeah. I'm like, that's amazing. That is amazing. Now, when you saw her, did she look physical like anybody else? Yeah, oh, I could, you know, a pink blouse, um, slacks, she's in front of the business. Like I said, she had a cell phone in her right hand, Mm. and there was no reason for her to be doing you know it was so out of place one where she was and then two the motion she was making and she was the only one there hmm. so it would just and just from that being out of place I knew I was seeing something probably no one else could see right. yeah and people describe ghosts as something you can see through or you can barely make them out, or they kind of move in a flash, you know. But right to see them physically. Yeah, this was it. Yeah, I've seen ones that would be uh, just there in a moment. Um, I've seen things around the building that we're in tonight, and I'll refer to them as floaters. Mm-hmm. And I think you've seen some tonight, and you know they're, they're yeah. orbs, and they're you know just moving around tonight. We're just curious. They're watching. As to what's going on and what we're doing here, um, and if one has a message, I'll be glad to bring it in. But um, you know, right right now, we're just that curiosity. But I I've sat down, I had a conversation with a lady. She was around um, Thanksgiving last year, 
and I'm in this building, and I'm in a coffee shop, coffee. And there's a small, quaint little coffee shop right up the road that runs by, is run by a veterans group. Great mm-hmm. organization. They have good coffee. So went up there, sat down, did not know exactly why I was there. There's a lady there, and she's sitting at a table by herself. Mm-hmm. And I'm with a friend of mine, and we're at a table, and we're so asked her, can we come over there, sit down, talk to you? Can we? So, felt like that's why we were there. Telling us about her husband, who had just passed, mm-hmm. and how she was not going to be with her family at Thanksgiving. It was really a sad story, you know, hearing that. Yeah. Well, we, you know, wished her the best, and, you know, when the conversation was over, uh, walked out, our coffee, and, you know, went, went about our day. We get back here, and a spirit comes in and says, thank you. And we're, I'm like, hmm. we're, you know, were you just at the coffee shop? And Yes. And she gave me the husband. And what I really like to do is go on my phone and Google. And I looked up the I found the husband. So that was proof, you know, she was right on about that. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to find her. I was talking with a ghost. Entire time? The entire time. Wow. Yes. Was also, <laughs> was it sure? I'm like, Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. But see, it was that clear and vivid. You thought it was an actual person. Then. Yeah, it really did. Mm. There were no vehicle other than the one that we were in that day. There was no other vehicle out there. I know the fact we walked in. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a little odd. Wow. <laughs> that is cool. I've learned just from all different experiences, you never know what to expect on a daily basis. And to take it all in stride and know that what you're doing is to help others. Mm-hmm. And I can't stress that enough. You know, I would not. Uh, I feel like I've helped a lot of people. A lot of people have come to my page, mm-hmm. uh, send me pictures where you look at this and I do ask if you do that, don't put circles around your pictures. If it's there, I will find it. Right, yeah. Because I have found where a lot of people will say, here, look at this, and it'll be like one thing. And I'm like, well, you got this one covered up, and you miss this one, you miss, you know, it'll be like four or five in there. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I enjoy doing that. And I enjoy, yeah. you know, and I'll confirm if there is, and if there's not, I'll nicely say, sorry. You you don't you know there's nothing here. So you're truthful about it. You have a you know the integrity of not you know feed them on and that's something they want to hear. Right. You got to tell them you know straight up there's something that there is not. Right. Which is what you know how it should be done. And a lot of people you know they're they're hoping they have something. Yeah. And I hate you know breaking that hope, but you you want them to know the truth. You don't want to give them false hope. Yeah. Right. Understandable. Yeah. Absolutely. And once again, that's William Glenn. On Facebook, if you want to look him up, send him a friend request. Like he said, he'd be glad to accept it and communicate through his Facebook. You can also find him on our Facebook page, which is the Paranormal Truth Seekers of the Unknown. 
And if you want to join us there, we, we're glad to have, have you join us as well. And uh, all right, let's keep on going. So um, one thing you told me about that you do a lot of is crossing spirits over. One of my favorite things to do is help ones that are in need of help. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been asked, you know, why don't spirits cross over at the time of their death? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different reasons. Ones that are dying of trauma, maybe they've been shot, they, you know, it's not expected. They may not know they're dead. Mm. Okay. Um, others, maybe I see like my great grandfather, he took care of a property. And, you know, there's others like him that they felt like they have to stay here to take care of the property, to, to take care of the spouse left behind. Um, children, a lot of times, you know, I've heard it said, well, all kids crawl. No, unfortunately, they don't. They don't know where to go. They're lost. They're confused. Yeah. They um, see the white light that they're to go into, but they're scared because they don't know what it is. No one's ever told them. You know, they've always been told once your life ends, you're going to ascend and go into heaven. Right, yeah. You know, they haven't been told there's a process where you go into the white light and make that journey. And in that white light, we have our loved ones who are going to greet. We'll have our spirit guides, ones that have crossed before us, family members, friends, that we will recognize that will help us get to the other side. They have a window. A lot of people don't realize this, that when a person dies, they can stay, like if their funeral is a week away, they'll stay and attend their funeral. They won't know how it goes. Yeah, yeah. They, they, be curious about yeah they want to check it out and make sure everything was done uh, as planned. See who shows up, yeah. Right. They have like a two-week window. If they miss that window, then they can seek the white light in churches. I've heard in cemeteries. I don't know that for sure. Hmm. Um, and ones like myself. Mm-hmm. And when ones come in, I, you know, try to get named, try to, you know, learn a little bit, uh, not get too um, involved or, you know, ask too many questions mm-hmm. because, you know, what they did, whatever reason, very, a lot of them don't cross because fear. And we serve a love, loving, caring God that forgives us. And I do my best to convince ones that are in that situation, hey, it's okay. You can cross. It'll be all right. Yeah. I've heard too that people or some beings don't want to cross over because they're scared they're going to be punished or end up in hell. Right. And I had one time um, my grandmother came to me in a dream and she brought me two spirits of uh, mother and daughter. Her husband was not there in the dream. The very next day, I had a spirit come to me and they're wanting help. Mm hmm. Long story short, the daughter 
had drowned in the ocean. We had just taken a family vacation, been in the ocean. They came back home with us. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, which is not a you know problem. The problem is getting ones crossed over. They wanted to cross. Dad felt like he had let his daughter down. He was mm-hmm. afraid of judgment. Right. He did not want them to cross without him. So there was conflict with that. Um, I was having trouble communicating. So a lot of times when that happened, I'll use what um, I call the spirit board. Mm. And I preferred the method of the physical hearing. But when I feel like it's important, I need to communicate, I can't, I'll go to the spirit board. So I got dad to finally come through. And I'm talking to him, spirit board, and I told him my preference is to speak where I can hear. He agreed to that. So I put the spirit board down, finished the conversation with the physical hearing, convinced him everything's okay, and I crossed over mom, dad, and daughter that day. And, you know, basically what I do is say a short prayer. If I have their names, I'll say their names and ask that they be accepted into the kingdom, Mm. and they are ready to cross over. I'll pull up the white light for them, Mm. and they'll go. Once I, I had pulled it up and I told them it's time to go, they go right into it. Now, what exactly is the white light? Which, how would you describe it? When, when I pull it up, it's like it's like a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, I'll start seeing the first color I'll see. It's color red, which is our base chakra. Mm-hmm. And then I'm able to go from, like, red, without going through all the colors, I'm able to go from, like, red to white mm-hmm. almost instantly. And I've heard, I've done a couple of recordings when this would take place, and you can hear like a suction of a vacuum mm-hmm. as they ascend, and it, it's pretty cool. It's a bright it's a bright white light, and like I said before, they're able to see their spirit guide, whoever is going to help them go. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be a family member they may know and their spirit guide, and they'll happily go with them. Mm. Yeah, it makes me wonder, too, like, is it kind of like a portal or something, or is it just meant for them specifically? Or if another spirit wanders by at the same time, can they go with them, jump into that white light, too? Or you... Well, this has happened once before. I will say I've never crossed the same spirit twice. Mm-hmm. Um, they've always have gone into the light. Carl, there was one time here, I talked with the spirit, he's ready to go, step outside, we go through the process, he crosses over, I come back in, and I feel a different energy, and I'm like, wait a minute, did he cross or is he back, and um, I wait a second, and I hear another voice, and I said, did I just cross you over, he said, no. I said, did you watch your friend cross? 
He said, yes. Okay. I said, would you like to cross over? Yes. <laughs> so I took him out and did a second crossing that day. So the crossing over does seem like it's a more individualized challenge. It, it, yes. Okay. Um, it has happened a couple of times. I shared with you the family of three. Yes. They all went together. There's been twice that I've crossed multiples being held by demons. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time this happened, I had been to a church, family, old, old church, um, that my great, great grandfather and his family went to. And I've been there before, and something, they had a daughter at the age of five, but away. Mm. And I felt like for some reason that child had not crossed. So I, I didn't hear anything. But when I played the tape back on the way home, I was able to hear, who are you? Mm. Well, I didn't know who it was that had asked that. And I knew it wasn't a family member because they would have known who I was. Right. So about a week goes by, and I go back to that location. I had arranged to meet someone who had opened the church up and let me in. And I, old church, I love old churches. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I want to see the inside of it. Right. And I had taken some pictures when I was out there before and I've seen some spirits in the nose, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty cool. But we got the opportunity to go back. There's a city cemetery I had family in. So we went by there first, where apparently one of my aunts had tried to connect with me. I didn't hear her, but when I was in the church, it's easy. My hearing is a lot better inside than it is outside, I'll say that. Um, but inside the church, I heard my name called. I'm like, oh my gosh, these people. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, these people that let me in, they don't know about me. So I didn't want to spook them. He's a Baptist preacher. I did not want to, you know, call the issues or what have you. I just wanted to see the place, take a few pictures, get in, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um one moving around here now. Cool. <laughs> I got the chills too. Yeah. I'm having that shower here, but the same as back there. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, but anyhow, with this situation, I come back here and I'm approached by a demon. Mm. And the demon warns and threatens me not to come back. So I'm like, okay, what's going on? Well, shortly after, my aunt comes in. And what I hear is, help them. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sure what she's getting at. And she said it again, help them. And I find out there are 17 souls 
being held in this old Methodist church. Mm -hmm. Okay? But this demon from the 1860s is keeping in place. I would later find out eight of them family members. Mm. The little five-year-old was one of them. Wow. Yeah. So I'm thinking, how do I get these spirits? I am 60 miles away from their location. I've never crossed ones over unless they're right here with me. This is so different than anything I've ever done before. Um, this was about spring last, year before last. Um, so I'm thinking, okay, what do I do? What do I do? And I have a friend of mine that says, wait till he's asleep. So I told her, when he's asleep, let me know and we'll cross him over. Still don't know how I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that's game plan. <laughs> right. Okay. Next thing I hear is the word now. I'm like, now? Now. Mm-hmm. So she's telling me, the demon's asleep. We got to roll and get these spirits cross over. So I'm explaining to her, thinking I have to do this. I probably didn't have to do this, but explain to her. This is my process. Well, in the meantime, as I'm talking to myself, because she was not here, she had gone to get the others. Mm -hmm. She brought them back to me. Mm -hmm. And the next thing I hear, we're here. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is cool. We got to roll. Go out that door. Go out onto the front porch. Call it the white light. Ask God to receive his children into his kingdom. That is a very cool story. You said 17? 17 in that that case. And there was a very mad demon wanting to know where they were. I told him, I don't know. In that situation, I played dumb like, I don't know. Hmm. Did he respond to that or is it just gone? No. um, Now, I will say... I will go back to that location. I have not. I've just intentionally stayed away to give him time to move on elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And I have any more trouble with that one. I mean, a lot of questions do come up, like a demon. They say a church is like a safe haven, you know, that yeah. that demons can't even go into. But this one was in the church. This one was in the church. And people, and people are wondering, how, how can that happen, you know? That's where these were held. Those answers, I, I don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the time when all this is happening so fast, you don't ask a lot of questions. Right. Now, now my aunt, what's funny is, heard her, she came back in the door, and I heard that screen door shut. The one right here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the 17 across, she had Already crossed. She was help. She had been trying to help them for years, mm. and came to me wanting me to help them, and I, you know, which I did. And she mm. came back and says, "Thank you, thank you for helping." I was recorded, um, yeah. crazy, you know. Yeah. Um, and 
Then I asked her the different names of the family because there were 17 of them. Eight of them shared my last name. Mm. And there were three or four other families that were involved that crossed that day. And I'm like, just got it worked. That's just amazing. Mm. I am so blessed with this gift. Yeah, and that, you know, that, that's why, you know, I, I want to use it to help ones here, but also help ones that need help getting where, because they're not supposed to be here. You know, right, yeah. um, a lot of people say, well, you know, they don't want, you know, they have one in their home. Well, you know, it doesn't bother anybody. Let's just keep it here. We're not supposed to be here. Okay. We need that if now we do have free will. We have free will here as humans. Mm-hmm. We can choose to do good, choose to do bad. Mm-hmm. What people don't realize when you cross, you have free will as well. You ask why, you know, help and needed crossing ones like that. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's see. I'm trying to think of um, more information like this, this demon thing. Um, you actually heard its voice? Did it sound like a normal person? Oh, yeah, yeah, it did. Did it, it sound demonic? Or well, or? at first, the name he gave me, I thought was, it, it was the same name as my great-great-grandfather. Okay. So my first thought, without thinking further, was this is my great-grandfather. And then when he says, shut up, Oof. yeah, I knew it wasn't my great-great-grandfather. Mm-hmm. Anymore, who I was talking to. Wow. So then I realized, um, and that conversation was being recorded. And now, conversation like that, I permanently delete. I, 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 you, yeah. I do not keep those. And people, you know, that, you know, that's evidence or, you know, whatever. Well, I'm like, be whatever it is. I don't hang on to it. They don't stay in my phone. That negative energy could linger. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And people don't realize that. Yeah, like even me, I've had dreams of these demon-like things in my my dreams, of course, but Mm -hmm. if they're real or not, I mean, dreams is a whole different subject, but like we talk about the afterlife, you know, you talk about heaven, you know, it's all the same thing, basically. When you die, you go to paradise, and that's a whole different show in itself, you know, like what is it? Like in the afterlife, we like to be in heaven, which is what we're out to discover. Right. The truth about, you know, when you die, what happens? You know, what's next? And we don't have a definite answer on that. You know. I have, I, and I don't have the answer myself. Now, I do know when I've spoken to my great grandfather, I can hear birds around him. Mm. I've heard him say that my great grandmother is with him and he's taking care of her. Mm-hmm. He goes fishing. I hear it is 10 times a beautiful bear. It's a lot bear like it is here, just 10 times more beautiful. That's what I've heard too. This is like a reflection of heaven. But over there, it's like high definition compared to the older signals. Yeah. And, and we're not way out there in the universe. We're just right on the other side of us. Yeah, it says like it overlaps kind of. You know? Yeah, they're, they're on, you know, they're on a different plane, mm-hmm. and that's the vibration I 
I pick up on. Yeah, the frequency is different. Yeah, yeah. it's the frequency. Mm-hmm. And it's very sensitive to me. Like if one were to talk while we're talking here, at the same time you're talking, mm-hmm. I would hear it over you. Mm-hmm. I would let you finish your conversation, and then I would say, hey, there's one here. Let me see what he wants. Okay, so uh, now in this office, you say you have pretty good activity coming and going. Like you have the floaters, yeah, which I kind of see as like an orb, what people would call it, an uh, orb. Yeah. Orbs moving around. I saw one earlier. I swear I did it. Yeah, like shot right by. But a lot of times I'll catch them out of the corner of my eye, mm-hmm. and they'll dart in and out. Um, I may ask if one has a message or anything, or who's here with us. And if I don't hear anything, they just, I don't call them in. I don't do things, you know, I could just yeah. do seances and stuff, and um, they find me. You know, they come in, call my name, they'll come in, let me know we're here. Um, I don't have to call them. Let's talk about spirit guides for a minute. Now, we know you communicate with yours. Is it like a... An, an open kind of relationship where you can go back and forth and talk? or Yeah, you... actually there have been times where I've called ones in. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times if they bring in a message, it's very short. Mm-hmm. There's no, um, we're, it, we're not going to sit here and have a discussion like you and I right. are. Yeah. You know, they have a message, they're busy, they're very they have chores to do on the other side. And they're constantly doing things for us that we don't realize. Mm-hmm. But if they have a message, they'll come in, speak it. Once they know that we have comprehended and we have the message, they're gone just as fast as they come in. If I have a two to three minute conversation with them, Mm-hmm. That's pretty lengthy. Anything over that, I know I'm not speaking to someone I, w- I need to be speaking with. Okay. Now, people say spirit guys are always with you, but does that mean you have more than one? Yeah. You, uh, my experience, I have spoken with, as I mentioned, 10 different relatives. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one main guide. And then to other, what I would call leaders, they have ones that help them. When they can't be here, they're on another assignment, the helpers sort of come in and fill in for them. Mm -hmm. A lot of times they're working with different abilities and helping the process and development of that. And each when one leaves, one comes in with a, it's like they have a different assignment. Okay. So I'm constantly learning new names. Um, not as much now, but, you know, from the beginning, yeah, there was constant um, turnover, I felt like. A lot of the same ones. Mm-hmm. I've, I've crossed one, that's funny, I've crossed ones over and they've come back as spirit guides. Wow. Um, Cross one over from the 1960s, 
And, you know, I've shared tapes with my mom and dad. My dad really liked it because he clear, you could understand him, you could hear the conversation on the tape recordings, mm-hmm. and really liked him a lot. And three months later, he comes back, and he's a spirit guy. Fastest one that had crossed over and come back had been one day. One day of our time, at least, right? Right, right. But for them, it could be years. And yeah, that, that's true. That's now, I, when I say one day, uh, one uh, that days. would be uh, our time there, mm-hmm. which I thought was very amazing, but I didn't know when to come back mm-hmm. like that. And a lot of times, it's they appreciate what we do, and it's their way of thanking us that they want to help us from the other side. He's done something good for us. We we want to come back and help him. Now, do you believe there are certain rules set in place? Does they have a limit to what they can do with us? Things we're not meant to know yet, you know, of that nature? Um, they, I think they, they all have like, different roles. They do their own thing um, over there. I I really don't. I just know different ones come in at different times, mm-hmm. and I never know what to expect. I mean, there's so many questions. Like years ago, I dreamt that my grandfather, like for me, I go visit them, they don't come visit me. And in the dream, he told me he was going to work. You know, even in the spirit world, they go they go work. Right, yeah, right. That just amazes me, too. I mean, what else would you do before eternity? Just float around? I mean, course they want to do something yeah they're they're always doing and a lot of you know i put things out there of information that i've received and my mom would be like well you know why do you share that or you know you're putting yourself out there i said i'm only as good or we as mediums psychics or as the information we receive right you know we don't make up stuff this is what comes to us now, we have to realize how that spirit is. Let's say a 300-point drop in the stock market them might mean a crash, mm. you know, back in the time they lived. Right. Yeah. You know, and that might be the mess, you know, the stock market going to crash. Well, the stock market didn't crash, but it did drop 300 points. Mm-hmm. So we have to look at that. And two, a lot of times, as I'm receiving messages, they're over there trying to divert things. Well, what they're telling me is going to happen, they're trying to stop it from happening. That happens a lot. And that is definitely a show I want to set up for another time so we can have more time to talk about it. we got about four minutes remaining on this one. That's a fast hour. I mean, this stuff flies by. But definitely want to have you back again. Yeah. More of these shows. If I'd love to come back in the future, your audience. Um, Oh, yeah. Would be interested in listening in and yourself. You have so many followers that are already interested in showing our support. I'm sure they're listening now. Of course, they want to have you back. Oh yeah, they, you too. It's a great group. Um, I don't go out there and try to push it or anything. I, you know, mm-hmm. I communicate communicate with people who connect with me and you know answer any questions that ones may have and try to you know be up to them here like. I am the ones in spirit. Yeah. And that's, and you know, one last thing I would say is 
you come across spirit, be nice to them. We're going to be nice to you. Um, that, that's how we're supposed to live. I agree. A spirit is the same consciousness without a body. Yes. It's still a person or was and, a person. And they deserve re- re- respect. When one comes in and communicates with me, I always make sure I thank them. Mm-hmm. And normally they thank me back or they'll say you're welcome. Mutual respects, respect. Yeah. yeah it's, it's all about respect. All right. Good deal. So three minutes remaining. We're going to start wrapping up here. I do want to thank you again for being on the show. I've enjoyed it. Thank it you for great. having me. Lots of good information out there. Lots more to discuss coming up. I definitely want to have you as a regular. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll yeah. love to do that. Other than that, do you have anything last moments you want to share with us? Or? I, just, I just say go out there, you know, love each other. Um, be, a, be, awake, be, a, be aware of your surroundings mm-hmm. because you never know when someone's trying to communicate with you. That is true. Good message there. All right, so we're going to have to set up something else for you coming up soon. Have you a regular? Uh, if you have any questions, guys, let us know. You know, if you check out the show here, there is an option to leave feedback. And also make sure you go check out William Glenn on Facebook. If you can't find him there, check him out on our Facebook group, which is Paranormal Truth Seekers Online. I'm sorry, that's not the page. <laughs> Paranormal Truth Seekers of the Unknown. And you can find us all there as well. Join us, interact with us, ask any questions. And that William wants to do as well as in the future, if he gets any messages he wants to share with you, he will do that with you. Absolutely. All right, so we're going to wrap up here. Thanks for watching. Watching. <laughs> Thanks for listening in, guys. We'll catch you on the next day. You have a great night. And thank you. All right. Good night, guys. That's-